0: Four lessons from my last launch of the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, all in this episode. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey Unicorns, a quick shout out to today's sponsor, OSI Affiliate Software. If you're running an online business or working on behalf of your clients to boost sales, you've got to check out this tool. ASI Affiliate is a powerful affiliate tool that makes managing an affiliate program super easy. I'm talking about tracking sales, handling commissions, and all of that in one user-friendly platform. And the best part, it integrates right into your website or your client's website, turning your customers and influencers into their very own brand ambassadors. So if you want to take your affiliate sales game to the next level, head over to com slash Emily to get an awesome 20% discount on any plan and start your free trial today. Trust me, with OSI software, your clients are going to experience bigger launches and more affiliate sales. Growth is possible. Again, that's getosi.com slash Emily. Link is below in the show notes. Back to our show. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow freelancer. So glad you found me if you're brand new. And if you're returning, I am thrilled to bring you this episode because we are going to nerd out on launching and launch numbers. I have helped clients launch all kinds of things in the last 10 years working as a freelance marketer and marketing assistant. As I've leveled up, I've gotten more and more involved in launches, and this is one of the reasons we brought our launch roundtable into the work group where we brought in other launch managers to share what they've learned because I know that the fast track is just getting involved, being aware of what other people are doing, trying new things in the business. But it's like getting involved in that first launch is the scariest thing. So if you're listening to this and you are a member of our digital marketers work group, go listen to that training and go download all of the fabulous resources we have for doing your own launch and launch debrief. I have a, crazy good launch debrief report that you can go in and fill out for your clients and look like an all-star. So with that said, I'm still going through some of my launch numbers because I'm moving a little bit slow out of October and out of our last cycle of the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School. I've gone to this once a year live launch model for my business because it's just something sustainable. And because the UDMA live support is over 12 weeks, through Christmas it's just a lot for me to launch more than once. And so right now I have a waitlist up for 2024 if you're listening to this you can sign up for the live version which will probably be fall again. I'm not entirely sure. Going into 2024 I'm less planned out and I'm just trying to give myself more ease and space and protect my energy just some things going on and I'm just feeling a little bit tired, not necessarily burnout, but just doing on things and what do I want to change and what feels right and just trying to be more aligned about what I'm offering and maybe fill in some missing gaps in my business. So you can still get on the waitlist for that, but I also have a self-study version. I just want to throw that out there. If you're a go-getter, you do well self-paced, this could be a good option for you. So I want to throw that out there. And then I want to talk about the launch just to give you some ideas of how you can show up in big ways within your own clients' businesses. Because if there's anything you need to know about me, I'm all about helping you get to that next level. You don't stay virtual assistant in my world. You don't stay assistant in my world. You level up quickly. The more you can take on, the more you know, the more you become this indispensable teammate who helps with strategy, who helps track data, who sees patterns, who can step up in a bigger way. Like you can charge more and you can claim other job titles and launch managers out there for you. Marketing manager, you know, this all possibilities you don't need a marketing degree for. Okay. I'm kind of like setting the stage here for our launch. So just to be truthful, I did not hit the numbers I wanted with the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. Last year, I had 54 new students, and this year we have 28. So we actually saw a dip in our enrollment. Here's why that wasn't a problem because I'm all about quality over quantity. And what I saw last cycle, really made me evaluate how I'm positioning this offer. And here's the truth. I need the right students who are all in, who know that they wanna show up for these weekly calls, who want a little bit of personal support and accountability through a community and the people who are gonna show up and do the work. What I saw last cycle was a little bit of a slippage with people dropping out at about 10 months and quitting. Okay, maybe I shouldn't even say this on a podcast. But I'm going to be open and honest and transparent with you. People will fade away. It's natural. And we cannot be responsible for every single person who signs up for a course. And it's not even astronomical alarming numbers. It's not like, oh my God, this is like reputation damaging. But I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And last year, I offered a 12-month payment plan because that's what people tell you to do. And it ended up kind of backfiring. I had people quitting at the end and just quietly fizzling out, like no one's complaining. I think they just changed their mind as is their right. And that's cool. But like that hurts because I'm really here to support people and get them to the finish line. I have so many jobs waiting for these students. I want them to get their businesses going. And so this year I was really kind of reworking what that payment plan looked like, being respectful of the economy right now in this recession less spendable income that people have right now. And I didn't want to price people out of it. But I also knew that the 12 month payment plan was just not an option I could do for a live support program at this level. So what happened is I narrowed it down and I did offer an extra payment plan. I'll talk about how I did that later. But what happened was I repositioned the course. I did increase the price, and I took away the 12 pay. So of course there's going to be less buyers, and this is all things we experiment with. And in marketing, we're always testing. The key is not to change too much. If you're testing a sales page, you change the headline, and then you test it. If you change too much, you don't know what actually worked. And I'm still in this kind of point where I'm figuring out, okay, what what really was it? But what happened this cycle is, yes, I got less students, but like the quality of these students is shit hot. Can't help myself. They are. I have people in this cycle who have done some marketing before, who are already working as virtual assistants, who are just amazing, amazing. And it's also the quality of people showing up, even those who are new to the VA world, they're showing up for calls, they're asking questions, they're making progress in their course and in the back end of their business because at the same time we're setting up our business. So for me, it's always been about quality over quantity. I don't want to take somebody's money for someone who's not serious. And so I see it more as a way to tighten up who's getting in. It's not really about accessibility. It's who's getting in. And what's interesting is one of my students who is just killing it this year wanted to join last year, couldn't afford it, made the decision to save up and join this year. I'm like, yes, that's what I'm talking about because I don't want somebody overextending their credit card, overextending themselves, not sticking through it, and then dropping out and never seeing a dime back. So I feel like I have avoided that really well. I mean, it's still kind of early. I'm recording this episode at the end of November here. And so we'll see, you know, we'll see. You're naturally going to have some attrition, some people fizzling out and listen to any of the gurus. And they're always teaching you like, don't take it personal. You can only you know, take the horse to the well. You can't make them drink the water. But there are things we can do within a course to set people up for success. And luckily, I have a curriculum designer coming on the podcast later. We'll talk more about that. This is more about the launch. I will tell you, in the four years of me being front-facing in my business and doing marketing for myself, it's hard. It's really hard. It's easy to look at our client and know what they should do, but when it's your own business, it's tough. And I have had to kick people out of my program before because they were very needy they were complaining, and they were just never somebody I was going to refer. And that hurt my heart so much to have to do that, to say, okay, here's your money back. I just, I don't even want you in my program. It was that bad, guys. So I've had to really work on my own messaging. So this is a huge win. Even though my gross revenue from this launch is less than I wanted it to be, I would much rather have right fit Ready audience. Okay, so that was point number one, win number one. And now here's my point number two. Something else I did to attract these perfect candidates is I had an early access, early enrollment offer. And I got this idea from Belinda Weaver. She's a copywriter. I heard her on my friend Brenna McGowan's Behind the Launch. And she gave this suggestion for early enrollment. And I was like, you know what? This feels right to me and I'm going to run with it. And I'm going to tell you why it helped me with win number one. Early Access got all of my ripe and ready, hot and bothered and eager students to sign up right then and there because I gave them an unbelievable deal. Let me tell you what I did. I gave them Voxer Access to me. So it's like having Emily in your back pocket. I gave them an extra month with the course so they could get started, especially so they could start working on that business building things. So that way, when we started sharing jobs, they were ready to go. And I gave them an extra payment plan so we spread out the burden. We went from a six to seven month payment plan and gave them that extra option, which always helps, right? It always helps. We also gave them a bonus call. I have a Gallup Strengths Coach, Marianne Gramig, giving them one-on-one assessments, having them analyze their personality for their top strengths and helping them lean into that in discovery calls so they can just start even more confidently and hopefully not fizzle out so they can see the good in themselves, feel confident going into their discovery calls. So all of that was early access. But here's the thing, I only offered it to people on the waitlist because those are my most serious, most interested, most warm leads. And so early access was just, it was a huge success. I have 50% of my buyers came early access, but here's why it's a success. You get that dominant buying personality to commit early, and they're the type of person who are just going to be successful freelancers because they are going to find a way. They make quick decisions. They're not going to get stuck over analyzing things. So listen to the episode we have coming up close with Sage Polaris. She talks a lot about copywriting with different personalities. That's exactly what we were doing here. We're attracting a certain personality with a different offer. And it was a beast to figure out with Kajabi. And for anyone listening in my work group, I had to create a whole separate product and then move everyone over because Kajabi has some limitations. I couldn't just give some people access to the course and blah, blah, blah. So we ended up figuring out the logistics. My team was a little annoyed, but we brought it back. Okay. So that was win number two. Hey, I'm interrupting my own show to ask, have you taken my quiz? If you're wondering how to combine your services and skills in a unique unicorn-esque way, then take my quiz to open your eyes to the possibilities. This quiz is based on the DISC personality. It will be unique to you. I'll take what you're good at, what you already know, plus your personality traits and give you suggestions on how to adapt to the online space and combine your uniqueness in a way that makes you totally hireable and an in-demand unicorn. Go to emilyreaganpr.com slash quiz or check it out in the show notes. Back to the show. When number three was involving my info session, I was actually gonna kill it this year. It's called how to become a virtual assistant. I had it on Evergreen all year and here's what happens. When there's no urgency, when there's no scarcity, people sign up for stuff and never follow through. Again, not the type of buyer I wanna attract in my audience because you need to be able to follow through with the client work, right? So people are like, yeah, I wanna learn how to be a VA. And then they never watch the video. As many emails like reminding them, like they just didn't. Like statistically, it was not looking good. I'll be able to fix that with like an evergreen deadline funnel in 2024. But that was really frustrating. So I was feeling kind of down about it and I was going to kill it. But when I went back and looked at my stats, you can see through ads, it converted very cheaply lots of signups. I had over a thousand signups. I looked at my stats from 2022 and you could see that the people who bought my course had gone through the info session and here's the biggest thing, they were cold. It was a great way to bring in cold traffic. Cold traffic is somebody who's brand new to you, doesn't know you at all. And so I encourage you with your clients to think about that. How are we getting cold traffic into this launch? Some people think cold traffic doesn't convert into buyers. But my audience, they did. But that's because these people are looking for a solution. If you're listening and this was you, you wanted a way to work from home and make money. You wanted a reason to leave your corporate. You just needed the path. And I had the path and you were ready to go. So it worked for my offer. So what I encourage you to take away from this is with your clients, after you get a list of buyers, go back and see how long have they been on your email list. If it's over a month, Label them warmer. If they're less than a month, label them cold and do some quick percentages and see who's actually converting. And to me, it gave me all the data I needed. I looked at these stats again in July because energetically, I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And it was extra work. I basically had two webinars, but I know this one inside and out. Like, this is stuff I teach all the time. It just goes into more depth about what you need. And it's not a big seller for me, it's a nurturer, it's very much a top of funnel thing. So that worked really, really well. So for your clients, especially being in the work group, go back and get that launch debrief and then document how long your buyers have been on the list, okay? Our fourth win is just how well my team gathered VOC, voice of customer data. We are doing it constantly. And we were able to collect objections, having DM conversations, collecting responses on emails in one place during our launch where we could then kind of craft a few last minute emails. It helped with our downsell emails and it helped with our social media content. And so getting everybody on board and being systematic about collecting these things that are coming up, because every launch is gonna be different. Having one go-to place so the team could pop in there and grab what they needed to be able to make their content or answer questions or give me ideas based on what people are saying. And a lot of this is objections, what people are feeling, So I had this objection card starred in Asana so my team knew where it was. I made them all beware and it was called Cycle 3 Objections and FAQ Collection. And I said, all team, please put any type of material talking points on the fly objections here, any objections here so we can do on the fly handling. And so when you open up this doc, you can see what people are responding to specifically to the info session, specifically to some of our waitlist mixers. Uh, here's somebody said, my question would be, how do I identify a niche in the VA field? Just a different way of wording it. And so I can create content based on that, or I can, you know, soothe this pressure in an email or a live about why choosing the niche doesn't matter. Actually being a DMA is a niche. Here's one from Carol. Is it possible to learn enough about being a VA, get my own clients and be successful working from home as a newbie? I had quite a few questions about people being brand new and being nervous about it. And so I had to really kind of craft that. So that was really helpful with my team, just documenting this for content. Okay. That was launch win number four. Launch win number five for me was my downsell. I have never had a successful downsell. This year, I put energy and effort into a downsell. What I did was offer the self-study version of UDMA School for $500 off. I am not big into discounting. I think you probably saw I only sent one Black Friday email. I just, uh, I just, I don't want to have the brand that's discounted, but I also want people to sign up when they're ready which is why a deadline funnel is going to be great for me down the road. But I've never really had a downsell that was completely aligned with the biggest pain point and the biggest objection, which for people is price and time, right? And it's usually more about their own financial situation or timing because they don't want to get scooped into this, I only launch once a year, buy it now, and then fade away. Like that's what I didn't want to happen. And so anyone who had clicked on the sales page, anyone who was considered a like hot, hot, warm, engaged lead for UDMA and anyone who was on the wait list got the downsell. And so how you do this is you track the clickers, tag them, and then pull them all in one audience. And we teach you how to do that in the email marketing module in UDMA. This is really key here. And so I have them on a hot platter. And there's a couple of things you could do with this audience. You could upload them to a Facebook ad and show them a cart closing ad. You could do one-on-one conversations and respond to everybody who is hot. And why aren't you buying? You know, not say it like that. But here, get on a call with me. DM me a question. Like have a sales conversation more or less and see if you can do that. Or you could do what I did and do the doubt and So the deal was too good to be true because the normal UDMA is now $29.97. Then we offered self-study for $1,500. And it really appeals to that go-getter personality, like I said. So I was very specific in the emails talking about that. The person who is intrinsically motivated, the person who doesn't want to go to all the extra Zooms, the person who doesn't need their handheld, who just wants the data. And how I really sweeten the deal is like once you get into self study, you get your business set up, you're up to speed, you can apply to join the work group. And that's where you'll get the jobs because the self study doesn't have the jobs. So that down sell actually sold about $20,000. And the coupon was key because it was a limited, limited time. So I set the dates. It was only four days. Select number of people got the emails. I didn't push it on social. And I had some room in that downsell to work with the objections that came through the launch. That's where that VOC came in handy. What are people saying? And price truly was an objection. What I ended up doing is doing a 10-month payment plan for the downsell. Because that's made it affordable. And there's less for me to lose with the self-study. When it comes to the live cohort, you've got to think about the dunning process with your clients. Okay, this is what I've learned the hard way this last year. Every time somebody misses a payment, I mean, my team is chucking in. So I'm paying someone $30, $35, $40 an hour every time there's admin stuff happening in my business. And I have to be very like tight with where I'm spending this money. The reality is self-study doesn't need as much admin support because people are very self-sufficient. They're internally motivated. And so for me to have a little, this isn't even good to be saying on a podcast, but I'm saying it anyway, because you're going to think about it with your clients. You want to think about what is that like tipping point for getting your money back and like letting someone go. Letting someone go who's like not gonna be a good fit or it's gonna fizzle out and not do the work, right? So the self study was a much better option for a 10 month pay than my live cohort because my live cohort were only together six months by the time you add in the three months for the work group. So hopefully, does that make sense? I feel like I kind of butchered explaining that. The down sell doesn't require a lot of extra fulfillment, admin support, check ins, scheduling Facebook lives, like office review hours and whatnot. I lose a lot when people quit the live group because I'm at a fixed cost with fulfillment already. All right. So with the self-study, it's pretty amazing because now what I can do is come in and have live Q&As with everyone who signed up. I'm not doing it every month. I'm doing it kind of every six weeks, every two months, and I can come in there and support them and it's easy and they can get you know, those coaching moments with me and they can move on to the work group when they're ready. If you did miss the live UDMA school and you want to know more about self-study, it is available right now for $19.97 with some payment plan options. That is a very viable option for somebody who wasn't ready in October, but maybe you know you're going to be ready after you get your tax refund, right? Maybe April's the month for you. You now don't have to wait until October, okay? So those were my five launch wins. One, attracting the right students. Two, early access. Three, my cold traffic driver of the info session. Four, gathering the VOC constantly, just my team being in a better mode of collecting that and, and circulating it within the team. And five, my down self. So again, if you're in the work group, go check out our Launch Manager Roundtable. Grab all the assets in there. You could step up and help your clients analyze and make decisions like this. And I also have a podcast series all about launching that we ran earlier this year. Go check that out. Go check out Brittany McBean's episode on the launch emails. Go check out Jen Posick's about the Facebook ads. Go hear about Becky Rubenstein's retrospectives, all of that is so helpful. She has a Trello board that will help you like go over how the team functioned after a launch and what could be improved. All really, really, really good. Next week on the show, I have a really good guest. I can't wait for you to hear that. Huge, huge favor. Could you leave a review for this podcast? Could you answer our annual listener survey and let me know what you're thinking for 2024? I have some ideas. I'm stewing on some things. I've already booked some good guests, but I want to hear from you. And I need your support with this podcast, sharing with somebody who is a freelancer or wants to become a VA or even just giving us a five-star review. And if you're listening to this and you want it in the work group, make sure you get your application in. We are going to have another enrollment cycle coming up, most likely April, end of Q1. And we will be accepting applications there. If you're in the self-study program, go ahead and apply because you have a back door into the work group too. So don't worry about that. All the links you need for everything I mentioned today are in the show notes, and I will see you next week. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks these are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com services.